Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums, and boy howdy are we geographically diverse today, meet up, have a drink, and work together to solve oh, a homemade a escape drink. room of the ears. Oh god, we forgot to ask you to get a drink. Would you like a drink, Carol? Do you want to go and get a drink? <laughs> no, I, me- I messed up your intro too. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. We can get you a drink. Oh no, that's okay. I'm sorry. I'm I should sorry. clarify, I Mike. Um, we can't get Errol a drink. He'll have to do it himself. <laughs> oh god, yeah. <laughs> sorry, there's no self service here. <laughs> are you restarting? Or are we just keeping on going? Meet up, have a drink. Well, most of us, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Mike. I'm drinking a bottle of Asahi, which is allegedly Japan's number one beer. And joining me today, we have... I'm Ben Levy-Griffiths, and I've got a lovely Butty Bach, a lovely brown ale. Uh, I'm Alan, and this is great, because I thought I ran out of beer, but I found some under some coats. Um, <laughs> so I'm drinking a Tiny Rebel Stay Put, um, and it's lovely marshmallow And my name is Errol, and I did listen to all the podcasts, and I knew they did this, but I got all confused about time. And I even planned to like have myself a nice little coffee with some Baileys in it so that I could be drinking something and feel like I'm part of the crew. But no, I couldn't even figure out how to record myself. So now I at least have a pencil and a piece of paper. <laughs> so we are doing well. Just no alcohol with me. <laughs> so you'll just be extracting moisture from that pencil for the entire recording. Anyway, Errol's our super special guest today, which I probably should have done the episode with. Um, and... Errol's just come in, and Errol doesn't really know us. And I forgot everybody's of... names already. I should have wrote that down. <laughs> oh, One of you was Mike, right? Oh, I was really hoping somebody else would jump in and steal my name there. Hello, <laughs> I'm Mike. So let's just quickly introduce ourselves for, for the sake of both Errol and our audience. Even though you did it already. <laughs> uh, I guess I, I, can, I can add a bit more than just my Mike and I'm a mild alcoholic. Okay, well, okay. I mean, that, that is most of my character. But, I'm going to um... write this down anyway, so please do it again. I'm Mike. I'm a learning designer in the UK. I work with the Open University. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm actually, I don't want to be professionally affiliated. I like playing video games and reading books. Mike, he's a prof. Oh, I'm writing that down. Why am I writing this down? <laughs> you know me, Alan. <laughs> oh, Alan, that was the other one. Was that with one or two yeah. L's? Uh, I, I'm Alan. Um, I, I live in Cardiff. Uh, maybe oh. I shouldn't say that either. I don't know. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah, I, li- I like playing video games as well. Uh, I'm getting through a lot of old games on my old PC, um, which oh. is great because they're all really cheap right now if you go play old games. What kind Brilliant. of old games? I say old. I'm playing Doom at the moment, which maybe oh. isn't that old. 2016 Doom. And I'm Ben. Um, I ben. do lots of computery things. And uh, at the moment, I've just switched over. I used to be on a Mac. I've just switched to Linux. And none of oh. my games run that well because uh, I'm using a very old <laughs> uh, graphics card in, in the computer I've got. So yes, I'm currently not playing anything. <laughs> you can still play Muds. There you go. Ever play one of those? I haven't. Maybe, maybe I should. Oh, I don't know if you should, but it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like World of Warcraft, but all in text. There you go. If you're into oh, that nice. old type of games, then you then you are you're set. You just need a Telnet uh, client, and then you can go in and play all these games with all the other five people that like to play those games. You, uh, you had me at Telnet. <laughs> <laughs> And how about yourself, Errol? Oh, right. Oh, I'm the fourth. You even told me that. I go, after Alan and then Ben, then it will be you, Errol. It's like, oh, right. Okay, I can do this. And then I got confused. That's the instructions. are. My name is Errol. I'm not good with instructions, instructions or remembering what I'm supposed to do. I'm from Canada in Toronto. I'm allowed to say that. And I'm also part of another podcast called 
Uh, who cares? And what happened <laughs> is that they're all on Twitter having a grand old time talking to each other. And I wanted to feel like I was part of this community, too. So I said, hello, can I be part of something? And they said yes. And yay. So I'm here. <laughs> and and it was it was and I and I screwed up everything from the very beginning. They told me what time to come in. And I came in at the wrong time because I got confused with the time zones. And so until so I was late and then. And so we're going to see how well this is going to go, right? Because this is only an hour. They're probably going to edit down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I think you sell yourself a little short because, so the podcast is Escape Room Divas, which is Room Escape a- Divas. Oh, Room's you know. a bugger. No, no, that's okay. You know, I get it mixed up too. And then sometimes I accidentally say other people's podcasts because, you know, they're, or other people's sites. There's another one called Roomscape Artist. And sometimes I'll be typing in my uh, my uh, the URL and I say the wrong thing, type in the wrong thing. So that's okay. It's all good. But you also do uh, cryptex. Oh, I do the cryptex hunt. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot of work. That sounded pretty intense this year. Yeah, it was a puzzle hunt. It's if people are familiar with puzzle hunts, and I thought what we like to do is we like to do a puzzle hunt, but then have a really weird format. So the very first one that we did was in a mud. It was actually we had like. 100 or 200 people all running around in this mud like they're, you know, and they had to like solve puzzles and it was all in text. And the the, fu- the third year that I was in, I decided let's let's make it fun and let's make a novel and let's make puzzles inside of a novel. Except I had to write the novel first. So that was, oh, wow. that was a lot. I would, I'm glad I'm not a writer because it hurts a lot. You, th- you think it's easy. I was like, oh, I'm a mom. I'm going to write a novel in my kitchen and then make lots of money. And no, I I think it got carpal tunnel. My hands hurt. It was like this is this is not fun at all. Because then all the edits come afterwards. Like you spelled she wrong again. It's like oh my goodness. There's so many errors in this. And that's anyway. Yeah, yeah. I do the cryptic hunt so well. Mm-hmm. And you can you like you do your web comic as well, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. I have a daily web comic about my family that nobody reads. It's amazing, but that's okay. I don't care if anybody reads it. I'd like to like you know suddenly show up at my daughter's weddings like ah look this is your life in comic form and I made you look bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of a father the bride speech you're building up towards, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We are here to play. You know, I already have like 12 minutes of recording and it's, <laughs> we haven't started any game, have we? I'm I, sorry. Errol, I, I, I think you have really unrealistic expectations of how focused we are normally <laughs> and how much gets cut away in one of our podcasts. <laughs> it sounded so professional. I was really impressed because what they do on this podcast is that they, if anybody wants to listen and you're going to cut this, whatever, but they, they asked me to go to this <laughs> website where the time is counting down and it's all great and wonderful. And then they sync the, the audio to this time. And usually what I do in my podcast is just go, okay, let's try and clap. Oh, crap. We clapped at the wrong time. And then I tell Manda, who edits, it's like, you know what I do? I just sync from the end because that's when we all leave. And it's like, ah, it's much easier that way. Because sometimes we'll try to sync at the beginning and then we'll talk for about 20 minutes. Like, ah, crap. Did you, should we restart? It's like, no, no, let's just go ahead. And then the other podcast member, Mike, he, he had already started the, the recording like a half an hour even before that. And so Amanda gets really upset. It's like, why did you start the recording? And yeah, so it's really hard for them to sync up. So we're not as professional as you people. <laughs> you even have music. We used to have music and that was hard. So we stopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't think we've ever been called professional before. And like I say, we're going to really shake that illusion from you. <laughs> Should we crack on? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Yes. 
So what is the Infinite Escape Room? Well, it's an escape room, but stretching across all known themes, retail parks, and dimensions. Every room in the Infinite Escape Room links into the next, in one big never-ending escape adventure experience, which I now know, thanks to the taxonomy of escape rooms uh, in your last episode, Errol, means that we are a live simulated escape room? Is that right? Yes. Yeah, that's what we... Well, the taxonomy came about because there are now so many online escape rooms and some people wanted to know what some of them were like. And so it was Dan Egner that came up with that. And I think Brett Keener also helped around with that as well. And, you know, that just helps us to, especially for any enthusiasts that are looking for specific types of escape rooms. And then all of a sudden they, oh, I want to do an escape room. And then it's a puzzle hunt. And they're like, I didn't want to do a puzzle hunt. I wanted to do a live GM hosted or a live simulated. It just makes it easier to, you know, expectations and all. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, one of us will present a part of the Infinite Escape Room, today it's me, while the others try and solve it. And if we don't escape within 40 minutes, then we'll lose. And it's 40 rubbish... minutes? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and if we don't escape within 40 minutes, uh, then we'll lose and rubbish stuff will happen to us. Oh, no. Last time on the Infinite Escape Room, the gang bested the mysteries of a wine cellar and emerged with an excellent selection of freshly chilled wines. Uh, before we start, can I ask... Who is holding the tray of wine of the three of you? Well, I suppose since I was in the last episode, uh, sh shall I uh, shall I hold it? You can do it, Alan or that Ben. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I now know who Mike is. He was the one that was talking earlier, Mike Collins. And so now the other two are either Alan and Ben. This is why I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let me let me say it again. Since I Ben was in the last Ooh. episode. <laughs> Oh, can we prefix everything we say with our names for this entire episode? Yes. Mm. Well, we I can tell the person with... Yeah, I'm the one with the Canadian accent, so <laughs> Errol. Mm -hmm. Are we ready, folks? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's return to the Infinite Escape Room. Still holding the glasses of red and white wine from your previous adventure, you walk through the door marked Dining Room. So you'll find yourselves in a rather less grand space than the signage led you to expect. There is indeed a small wooden dining table with a single chair lent up against it but it sits in a perfectly circular room with a little kitchenette and a sideboard off to one corner. As you ponder this, you hear a low, thunderous crash coming from outside the room. Small, spray-flecked circular windows surround you, and through them you can see the white crests of crashing waves against the dark night sky in all directions. It looks like you've not wandered into the Great British Menu judging room as you'd originally hoped. No. You must be standing in a lighthouse, oh. a maritime erection of rock in the soggy sea, and so all that stands between hard-drinking sailors and the great big islands that the likes of the Costa Concordia still can't somehow help but collide with. The room is otherwise unoccupied, and your purpose here is, as yet, unclear. The room around you appears to be a compact living space and contains the little dining table, which is covered in papers, the little kitchenette, a tower viewer, with a small red light on top that blinks urgently, and a glass-fronted dresser. The door you entered by has shut quietly behind you, and appears to have locked tight. A sign above it reads, You don't have to be lonely to work here, but it helps. <laughs> Next to the door is a ladder leading upwards, and directly below that is a small trapdoor. What would you like to do? 
You know, the funny thing is, you said room, and so I was looking, okay, I'm going to draw this out while we do this, and so I draw a square, and then after that, it says, and it's circular, it's, ah, crap, I screwed up already. No, Errol, I I did exactly the same thing, and then missed half of the introduction when uh, when Mike said it was round, and the kitchenette was in the corner. (laughs) Oh, buggy, did I say that? (laughs) So professionalism. So slick. I think I got most of it down. Like it was night outside. <laughs> what was a tower viewer? What a tower viewer? Oh, yeah. What Lincoln is a light? tower viewer? What is that? What's a tower viewer? I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. a, tower, a tower viewer. Um, it's you might see them at seasides and piers. It's where you have uh, those binoculars or telescopes oh. on a metal pillar. Oh. Uh, usually facing out to sea. And it has a oh. red little blinking thing on it. They're it electrified. Wow. Just has our time started yet? Uh, I haven't mentioned the time of starting yet, no. Oh, goody. (laughs) Do you have more description or can we go wonder? There was a sign that said, abandon all ye hope. Oh, yeah. It said something about being lonely. Yeah, it's close enough. It's it's just a bit of set dressing and in no way important to the puzzle. Oh, I was going to go and open and look behind it, you know, look for ciphers. Darn it. (laughs) That's an anagram. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very long anagram. (laughs) (laughs) Of elements, chemical elements. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> okay alan or ben can lead this <laughs> Ooh, oh wait we I, should I, have the person who has the tray which is ben the tray man. oh yeah so could i uh with my tray of drinks guys just set them on the on the dining table because they're getting a bit heavy i've, I've got weak wrists certainly Ooh, you, you, lay the, you lay it down with your weak, weak wrists and <laughs> um, as you do so you admire the color of the red wine and the play of light shining through it it is definitely too good to drink yeah. Oh, okay. Gee, sniff it. <laughs> Can I? It smells of red. Can I lick oh. it? Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, no. it, it tastes of red. <laughs> I'm not licking it now. <laughs> one, Alan or Ben licked it. I don't. I still don't know why. I don't know anybody who's who. I know Mike though. This is great. Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, how about we look at the papers? Since nobody has said that, let's look at the papers. That's like yeah. easy because it's papers. Uh, they sit upon a small, messy dining table, which has been stained by years of mugs with no colsters and the salt of the sea air. Uh, the set of papers are a sad collection of rumpled sheets of A4. They include some handwritten job applications, some love letters, and tucked in amongst them is a wristwatch. Hmm. Ooh, love letters to whom? This is exciting. Uh, most appear to be from OKCupid by post and oh. simply say no responses to your personal ad. So these are more Aww. rejection letters. Wow, now I feel horrible for this poor man or woman, <laughs> whoever got rejected. One is more recent and appears to have been addressed to SS. Uh, it speaks of finding love in unexpected places and has been signed by the lonely lighthouse keeper. Oh, SS, making love out of nothing at all. <laughs> so what does it say on the watch other than the time, which is probably stopped? Because uh, <laughs> it's uh, So it's just a, an old wristwatch um, and the time appears to be stuck at 20 past 12. Oh, okay. 12, 20. Is this a digital or analog watch? Uh, analog watch. <laughs> wind it. Uh, you go to wind it. Um, you find yourself unable to. However, your fingers collide with sellotape to the back of the watch, an old coin with a picture of an eye on it. Whoa, there's a coin with an eye on it? 
Good grief, look at all the things that we do by me doing stupid things. You know, uh, I didn't expect me to be useful at all during this this game, but I'm glad that you're making allowances for it. <laughs> so so since I is, is kind of uh, audibly ambiguous, uh, is that the letter I or is it like a like a, a seeing eye? A seeing eye. Wonderful. Like what you'd use on your face. Oh, yes. Can we I... take the coin? Can we untape it from Certainly. the watch? You, you, you have mm. a coin. Ooh. Can we put the coin in oh, the like in the viewer? Because that's where oh, you yeah. use the coins with an eye go. Sure thing. So you go over to the tower viewer. Uh, it consists of a pair of eyepieces. It's like a set of oversized binoculars. Um, and halfway down its pillar, there sits a sealed metal box with a little coin slot in it. <gasps> uh, it looks like one that you might find at a seaside pier. The little urgent uh, red light is still blinking uh, just above the eyepieces. So you want to insert the coin into the coin slot? Maybe the red light means there's a message waiting for us <gasps> from our lonely lover, SS. Yeah, no, no, I guess, I guess if ever, I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, this sounds like we'll lose it. So I want Ben I, and Alan to agree. No, I, 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 Ben, think we, <laughs> think we should do the same. <laughs> I, yeah. Errol said. <laughs> I, Alan, think we should put the I coin in the, um, <laughs> in the I coin box. I, Errol, concur and I'm glad. <laughs> Okay, looking at the coin slot, you can see that above it is the ever-popular lighthouse keeper joke. What is the difference between a lighthouse keeper and a jeweller? One watches the sea and the other, and the last part of the joke appears to have been rubbed off by years of laughter. Uh, You insert the coin into the slot, and you hear a rattle and a click. The front of the box swings open. Inside, you see your coin, a bunch of keys, and a much-folded piece of parchment. Wait, what? We don't get to look through it? We just opened a box? Yeah, you could have looked through it anytime you wanted. Oh, Can we look through it? Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Putting your eyes to the lenses of the tower viewer, you can see far out into the dark grey thrashing sea. And what's that on the horizon? Is it a smudge on the lens in the shape of an approaching container ship? No, it's an actual approaching container ship. Lights blinking against the night. And it seems to be coming straight for the lighthouse you're in. Uh-oh. And the surrounding deadly shale. Being manned by sailors, the crew are most certainly drunk and are likely to collide with you in exactly 40 minutes. Your time starts now. Oh, man. Darn it, I'm Um, sorry. I messed it all up. (laughs) I was was really hoping you would eventually look, otherwise the timer wouldn't start until possibly ever. (laughs) You'll need to find a way to signal to the crew about the deadly rocks they're sailing towards and see if you can work out what's happened to the lighthouse keeper before the ship smashes you to paste and ruins several miles of the Devon coastline. <laughs> oh, so well, uh, we we found a was it a set of keys and a and a rumpled note. Oh. Can we can we pick up this parchment? Can we read it? Certainly. Uh, you unfold the ancient piece of parchment. It ancient. appears to be a ballad entitled "The Ballad of Sharon the Smuggler." Uh, it reads, and you read it in a Devon accent. She sailed <laughs> upon the slushy sea, a bonkers maid of twenty-three. Smuggling knockoff children's toys to undiscerning girls and boys. She paid her dues, unlike import duty, when she crashed her ship, Boaty McBooty. Sharon's time came, her plan did fail, when she collided with a humpback whale. <laughs> she is not quite as dead as most. She's stuck around here as a ghost. She haunts the rock upon which you toast, and smashes ships upon the coast. And then there's a, a loot solo. <laughs> <laughs> Could, could we hear this loot solo? Uh, I mean, I haven't really got a loot to hand, but it kind of sounds like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> well, Sharon the Smuggler begins with SS. Yeah, she's our lover. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, we found something. <laughs> Is that the sound of love? It's the sound of love. I have a mandolin that's almost like a lute because <laughs> it has strings, but I don't know how to play the mandolin. So sadly, that ends. Oh. If you can give us a strum, I'll edit it in later for the lute solo. Sick. Oh, beautiful. Very nice. This is going to be the best recording ever. <laughs> it's got some mandolin. <laughs> Do you reckon our listeners are going to be like, that's clearly a mandolin? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Especially if you included the part yeah. where I said, I have a mandolin. <laughs> we'll just edit over that. <laughs> I have a loot. <laughs> Some discerning okay. listener will think, hmm, I can hear carrots. Oh, we should, we should, we should find out what these keys are for. Uh, sure, oh, yeah. Know yeah. How, how many keys were on the, on the bunch? Uh, lots. 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 Ah. Lots. Lots. Is there Maybe we any, should look at the um, cabinet. Hmm. Yes. Or, uh, sorry, Ben. Correctly or... guessed that it was uh, a locked cabinet. Uh, you unlock the frosted glass front. And oh, we unlocked it, it with keys? That's right. You, you stuck the key into the hole. You <laughs> Why am I giving detail on this? <laughs> oh, I didn't know the keys went with the cabinet. Yay! There were lots of them and they opened it. <laughs> uh, the cabinet consists of three shelves. The oh. bottom shelf contains a small shine to Tunde Bayou. And Paul Tucker. The top shelf contains some books and a tease made. The middle shelf is empty, apart from four oddly shaped slots set into the wood of the shelf itself. Uh, for our viewers, and definitely not for me, uh, what's a tease made? Oh, that's definitely for me. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> oh, I didn't I'm even know what the shrine bang. was for. So let's 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 question this cabinet. So a tease made is a uh, a wonderful invention. I think from the fifties uh, or sixties, and definitely prevailed into the seventies and eighties. And some people still have them today. A tease made is a tea brewing system combined with an alarm clock. So you oh. set what time you get want to get up in the morning, and um, just before the alarm goes off, uh, tea is brewed for you, so that when you break, wake up, there's a cup of tea by your bed waiting for you. That's amazing. And that was all done analogally, without any digital things, just mechanically somehow? All probably like uh, like relays and, and the like, yes. Oh, yeah. I guess so. It's just in the 70s, so... <laughs> They had computers and stuff back then. Um, and the small cool. shrine is a, a bad pun, which I was hoping somebody might pick up. Uh, they are the singers from the Lighthouse family. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. So this, uh, is there a timer set on the teas made? Uh, there is not. How does it work then? Somebody explained it. Oh, and it was either Ben or Alan that explained the wonderful... Oh, that was, uh, that was me. That was uh, Alan, definitely. <laughs> oh, thank you, Alan. I have <laughs> oh, your pictures right. here, and so I know who the... I kind of see them. Anyway. It was uh, nice, definitely, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Do we turn on the tease made? Uh, the tease made appears to be completely inert. Okay. Hmm. Ooh. What was this book that was next to it? There were a few books, were there not, Mike? Uh, there were. Uh, the books are Hand Shadow Puppet Animals for Dummies, The Whalebone Book of Whales, and mm. spectral interactions of the trouser kind. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. oh, we can't make shadow puppets now because the lighthouse is not on. <sighs> okay, I'll grab the book though because I like shadow puppets. Can I look up, you know, the hump with the whale that we're supposed to know about? Yeah, sure. Thing? You, you the humpback whale. 
yep, you can see in there uh, every animal you can conceivably want to make a hand shadow puppet out of. And using amazing RPG skills, you instantly uh, acquire any one that you so choose. <laughs> so you are, you are now able to make humpback whale shadow puppets at will. Amazing. Excellent. Can I make one of a narwhal? Yep, you, you stick your little finger out while you do the humpback whale. Oh, oh <laughs> that hurts a bit, but that's amazing. <laughs> I got skills. I give the book to Ben so he can get skills too. <laughs> oh, look, I can do a snake. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> no, Ben, put that away. We've got guests. <laughs> and, then, and then we have a book on trousers. Spectral interactions of the trouser kind. Correct. You wrote that down. <laughs> I don't know what that means. They they could, haunt pants. Could we uh, could we ever flick through the uh, spectral interactions <laughs> of the trouser kind and see if we fall upon any uh, discernibly interesting page? I'm afraid all the pages appear to be stuck together, oh. presumably with ectoplasm. <laughs> oh, oh, hopefully gee. with ectoplasm. <laughs> um, okay. You said that there was four notches in the middle shelf. Are they notches down into the shelf or bumped up from the shelf? Uh, down into the shelf. It appears you might be able to slot some things into them. What kind of things? Could you slot things like books in them or something more slotty-like? So they are odd shapes. I think you would probably be best served by just seeing what you can slot into them. Uh, there are four. Mm. So I'm just trying to... Oh, could we pop over to the uh, to the kitchenette, please, and have a little look around there? Because that's something that we've not yet um, ventured to. Sure thing. You go into the kitchenette. It consists of a small fridge, a microwave... And a single sad drawer. Oh, what's in the sad drawer? Uh, it's filled with candles and a box of matches. Oh, Ooh, candles can go in slots. <gasps> oh, shadow puppets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do the huh. candles go in the slots? Uh, I'm afraid they don't appear to go in the slots. No. What is in the... F- ah, no, first of all, is there anything in the microwave? Uh, no. Can we have a look in the fridge? You have a look in the fridge and it's filled with microwave meals for one. Oh, oh okay. so oh. lonely. How many candles do we have? Uh, lots. Oh, good. Melt okay. one in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> so you put one in the microwave and set it to, I guess, defrost or something. You end up with a puddle of... Um, in fact, I'll, I'll make a humming sound for the next minute while you guys think about Ding. the puzzle. Um, okay. There's a puzzle? <laughs> What's the puzzle? Uh, Which you have 30 minutes or? remaining. Oh, Ooh, okay. Um, oh, I have, a, I have a ball of wax now. Brilliant. That might come in useful. Yeah. So I've I kind of stick things to it. I've got two thoughts about about candles, and I don't know that either of them are going to be um, correct. The first one is if we were to turn the tower viewer around and place lit candles um, in the front of the lenses, it would magnify the candlelight out into the sea. So that that's that's one theory. Mm-hmm. If we have lots of candles, uh, light is often, uh, if I recall correctly. Measured in um, in the amount of candles it emulates. So maybe we just have to light a lot of them. A couple of ideas. I make a moulding of my hand with the wax. <laughs> <laughs> the wax is still quite hot. You lose a lot of the hair on your hand, assuming Ooh. that you had any hair on your hand. I there don't. is now a perfect imprint. <laughs> I like the idea of putting the candle on the other side, turning the tower viewer around. Um, I w- and lighting it. I wonder if we need to uh, explore the trapdoor or the ladder. What do you reckon? Mm. I yeah. reckon as well we should. Should we try the let's ladder? Ha- let's go yeah, up. Yeah, let's have a look at the ladder. Okay, so the ladder disappears up to the top of the lighthouse uh, and goes up to what looks like a little locked rickety door at the top. Uh, you can hear wind rustling through the gaps around it. And none of our keys fit it? 
They do. Huzzah! It's a big bunch of keys. <laughs> Could this have just been a mechanism to stop you from exploring all the stuff before looking through the lenses? <laughs> Who can say? Um, you unlock the little rickety wooden door and it blows away into ins- obscurity because it was literally just there to stop you going up there. Um <laughs> You ascend the ladder to find yourselves in the lantern room, which is apparently what the big glass light bit at the top of the lighthouse is called, and it's a bit blowy. Glass panes surround you, one of which is smashed in. In the centre of the room, you can see the lighthouse light. Which is not turned on, I'm assuming. I'm afraid it is not turned on. Mm. In fact, it appears to be a bit knackered. Is it broken? Yeah, so looking at it, uh, you can see that it faces away to the sea and the oncoming ship uh, it's got the Frenzel lens in front of it, uh, and that's the special bit that amplifies light so it can be seen very far away. Uh, and behind it is a large shattered bulb in a screw fitting. Uh, the fitting mm. itself is probably quite old, uh, as it also appears to contain the legacy fitting for a single wax-encrusted candle slot. Uh, there appears to be quite a big gap between where the lens fits, sorry, where the lens is and where the lights fit in. Uh, you could probably fit your whole arm in there if you wanted to. Oh, so we probably should light candles for this thing. The only trouble is that there's all this wind. Uh, yes, and we've got one of the panes that are... Uh... Oh, I wonder if we could um, take uh, some of the glass from the dresser and repair the window. Ooh. Um, it's completely the wrong size. <laughs> right. but what? Oh, okay. Ten points of creativity. <laughs> we can make a wax blanket. <laughs> We've got the microwave. <laughs> and many, many candles. <laughs> Note to self, limit candles in future. Is there anything else up here? Other do we want to remove the bulb first from the from the thing so that we can have access to the candle thingy? Sure, you can uh, unscrew the broken bulb. How many escapees um, does it take to unscrew a light bulb? Oh, <laughs> Three, Errol to unscrew it, and Ben and Alan to get confused over what their names are. Um, <laughs> no, that's all three of us. Uh, there's, yeah, there's, I think there's still one thing in the uh, in, in upstairs that you've... Ooh. Oh. Um, oh. Did, did you say we could put our arm through something? Uh, the, so the gap between the Frenzel lens and the uh, the light. You could probably, there's all quite a, quite the a glass there. is. This sounds dangerous. That's why I yeah, have I... the armour of wax. <laughs> <laughs> so I will search there with my armor. Sorry, so you're searching the light? Yeah, in and okay. around that area. Okay, uh, there's nothing to uh, nothing to find there. Oh, poo. So I reckon before we go anywhere else, can we? Uh, can the three of us try and uh, unscrew the light bulb, please? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're sorry. Sorry. Uh, the the light the light bulb is unscrewed. You now possess a broken light bulb. Wonderful. Oh, okay. Um, I wonder if there's a giant light bulb recycling bin somewhere. Can, do the candles just fit there? We can just put a candle and it's fine. You could certainly fit a candle into the little slot. You'd probably struggle to fit more than one candle. Maybe something will happen that will clue us when we turn it on, like the wind blows it out. But you notice there is a secret mm. message on <laughs> Ben's arm. <laughs> <laughs> the message is written in fire. Fire from the candle. You set fire to Ben. <laughs> The message is pain. So I'll just tur- I'll just light the candle. I'm excited now. What's going to happen? Uh, you have a, a nice lit candle and little friend lens. You see a, a play of light upon the lens. Um, it doesn't appear to be quite enough to uh, penetrate the many miles between you and the approaching ship. Oh, it doesn't blow see- out. Oh, no, no, cool. it's it's behind a lens. It's you know it's blocked from from the wind. Uh, you can see through okay. the broken window 
um, the the ship approaching. <gasps> Can huh. I make a shadow of a humpback whale? <laughs> Absolutely. You see the shadow on the lens. Nice. The shadow of the humpback whale on the lens in a yellowy light. Cool. So I think <laughs> the ship panics <laughs> at, the si- at the sight of this giant shadow whale. <laughs> I still feel. Um, can we have a, a wander around the top here and um, look, look along the floor, like under where the light is? You certainly can. Uh, looking along the floor, you don't see anything under where the light is. However, on the floor next to where the gl- broken glass pane is, you see an action man with one of his feet on backwards. Uh, there doesn't appear to be any broken glass next to the missing glass pane. Oh, so it's just a big open pane, but no broken glass anywhere. Yeah. How mysterious. Hmm. <laughs> Let's grab the action man. Hmm. You have an action man with his foot on backwards. Let's fix his poor foot. It's, it's just manufacturing fault, I think. Oh. <laughs> Does he fit in the slot? Ooh. Uh, which slot? Well, one in the cupboard. Let's head back down and try. Yeah. Since there's probably only one thing to find up here, maybe. I could have been wrong. Which slot would you like to try him in? You have four potential slots. All of them. Can I say that? Okay, the first one. Yeah, let's try left, and then we'll go like left to right. Oh. Oh, you Hmm. brute. You absolute brute. You you try him in the leftmost slot, and he doesn't fit. You try him in the second to leftmost slot, and he fits in. Ah. All right. (laughs) Okay. So we need three other things. We've got about 20 minutes left, I reckon. Uh-oh. Oh, it's just, just what? the Sorry. wine bottle. 22 minutes. Slots. Uh, you don't have a wine bottle. You have some Ooh, wine glasses. glasses. Oh, glasses then. Can we, yeah, can we try a wine glass in one of these slots? You can, nothing, no, no, uh, they do not fit. What about okay, the watch? Fine. The watch does not appear to fit into any of the slots. Ooh, do we still have the coin? Down. You oh. do still have the coin. Does that fit do? into any of the slots? Oh. It does not fit into any of the slots. Uh, can I redirect your attention perhaps to the Ballad of Sharon the Schmuggler? Oh, uh-huh. yes. Right, okay. The bonkers made of 23 smuggling knockoff children's toys. We probably have to find children's toys. Ah, the action man. Yeah, ah, that's why we put yes. him in. And she she's not the quite dead, one. and she haunts, haunts the rock and smashes ships. So I guess, what's the shrine thing? Does it just do anything? We didn't do anything. Just with set the dressing. Oh, okay. Okay. So I think we need to find more toys. Oh, it's, oh. So I'm just reading okay. it again. Yeah, so the first verse talks about toys. The second verse talks about this humpback whale. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third verse, what does that look at? Um, she just, she haunts us. Maybe haunts we have... the rock upon which you toast. So we, so we, uh... oh, we have to toast. Let's toast. Uh, you raise oh. your glasses of wine, apart from the glass of red wine, which is too nice to drink, and you toast. Hey. Huzzah! You... Hey. you have a sip. It is approaching room temperature. That's <laughs> still quite nice. Um, could we have a look in the fridge, a rubbish, if you will? And um, is there any meals for one that is toast? Uh, none at all. Okay. Nothing else in the fridge except, can we can we make a meal? Uh, certainly. You stick one of the microwave meals into the microwave uh, and start microwaving it. It'll take around about 20 minutes and six seconds to microwave. <laughs> Ooh, this is a bad microwave. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I guess if you're alone, you can wait. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so we've looked at everything, right? Oh, well, there's did a... we look at the white... Sorry, Al. Go on, Ben, sorry. No, go on. I, I was, I was going to say, there was one of the books, I can't remember if we looked at. We looked at the hand shadows and we looked at the... Um, Spectral interactions. Uh, 
Yes. Did we look at the oh, whalebone? We did not. There's a whalebone? Uh, the Whalebone Book of Whaling? Close enough, yeah. It was the Whalebone Book of Whales. Ah. It appears to be fused and have a little slotted wooden base at the bottom. Oh, does it go mm. in the slots? Which slot would you like to put it in? Number one. Ooh. It does not fit. Number three. Number three. It does not fit. Four. It fits. This is not how I anticipated this hey. puzzle being solved at all. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. There is... <laughs> oh, no. My plans! My plans! <laughs> we'll deal with this later. <laughs> what have we done? Um, oh. So, there's a hatch that goes down. Could we maybe explore the hatch? Sure thing. Uh, the hatch appears to be locked, but you unlock it with your little bunch of keys. Marvellous. You can see that it's a quite a shallow little basement space, and it's filled to the brim with spare giant light bulbs. It oh. also contains a lady's leather boot with a sail sewn into the side, and a green plastic light filter. Oh, let's grab everything. I'll grab the boot. For some reason, I, ha I have in my head, uh, there's these giant light bulbs, but the hatch is too small to get them through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Alan will grab the filter, I'll grab the boot, yeah. and Ben will grab a light. Yeah. Is there, is there anything else he said that I missed and I forgot? No, I think that's it. The lady's, uh, the lady's leather boot had a picture of a sail on it. That's correct. Anything inside it? Uh, nope. Oh, does oh, it fit God. in a slot? Uh, it probably would, yeah. Yeah, let's go oh, put no. it in slot number one. <laughs> oh, no. It doesn't fit in slot one. Oh, I bet oh. you it fits in slot three. Was that number four? It, yeah, it does fit in slot three. Woohoo! Hey. We need one more. One more. <laughs> What's the green filter thingy? Uh, it appears to be a green plastic light filter. The sort of thing oh. you might put in front of uh, a light oh. to change the colour. Yeah, like upstairs. Wait, green <laughs> means go. No. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, the ship accelerates. <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we head upstairs and try and replace the bulb? I say yes. Yeah, that's a good idea. So we're going to trundle up the up the up the ladder and uh, take the candle out, which I'm guessing is still burning, and and put the screw the new light bulb in. As you screw the new light bulb in. A spectral hand comes out of the frenzel lens and smashes the bulb. You oh. hear a ghastly, ghostly cackling. Ah, Sharon. Oh, I forgot Sharon, to look inside the boot. Was there anything inside the boot? Uh, nothing. Oh, good thing. Do you reckon... How about we put the green thingy? Mm. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. If you guys put the green thingy in front of the lens, I'll head down and grab another bulb. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Alan or Ben, I uh, forgot who I gave that to. <laughs> I, I, Alan, will put the green filter in. Ooh. That's a different thing. Okay, the green filter is down. in. And I've just Excellent. come back up with a bulb. And you've come up with a bulb. And I just screw it in. You screw it in. A ghostly hand comes out and smashes the bulb once more. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Do you reckon we need a, a final thing to put in the final slot? Probably. And then we also need to help our friend because we probably have to exercise her or like send her on her way. Oh. Right? Because that's why we have this ballad and she's not quite dead. She I've just thought us. as well, um, the boot that we found maybe corresponds to uh, when she crashed her ship, Boaty McBooty. Ah. Oh. Could we go down and have another look at the teas made? You can. There will be uh, a um, a mug that we can take out and perhaps a removable 
water and milk um, receptacle. I'm, I'm sure it has all of those components that you have described. <laughs> um, do any of those removable components fit into the first slot? Uh, the tea's made itself does. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh. I forgot we could pick it up. For some reason, I, I pictured I it like an espresso machine for some reason. Yeah. And it was just this big, heavy thing. I don't know why. <laughs> they're, don't know they're, quite, they're, they're quite reasonably... I'd say you can, you can lift them up quite... It's about the size of a toaster, some of them. Oh. Um, um, certainly, you... Okay. Uh, you <laughs> slot the tea's made into the first slot on the shelf, uh, having cleverly deciphered the clues hidden in the ballad of Sharon the Smuggler to <laughs> discern the order. Uh, oh, uh. <laughs> a bonkers maid of twenty-three, uh, oh. knock, off, knock off children's toys, Boaty McBooty, humpback whale, um, and then you hear a click. The dresser slides sideways to reveal a carving upon the wall. Oh. The carving shows a spooky sheet with eye holes cut out, oh. running away from a red dog and a green bird. The sun, with a handprint on it, shines behind these creatures. So we need a red thing next. What was red? So oh, the wine. We, the wine was red. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Uh, oh, we got, we've got candles. So we can use the, um, a candle in front of the wine and a candle in front of the green lensy thing. Well, I think... I think what we can do, since she's up there, we can put the we could put the red wine in front of the green thing, and then plug the bulb in, and maybe she'll run away. No, I unless they want real sun. You're right. Maybe no, they no, want no. Real. Do, do we need to make uh, a bird and a dog oh, with, the, right. with our hands? Yeah, that sounds ah, like sense. We yes. need to make shadows. I wonder if we can do this down here, or whether we need to head upstairs again with the candles and wine. Let's do the red. What is it first? It was a green dog first, or red? Uh, red dog. Okay. A red Let's dog. Go. Who Chasing learned red bird. dog? I only learned whale, so I'm useless. <laughs> I'll take red dog. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ben. Does it Ben? Alan. Ben takes red Alan. dog. Alan. <laughs> Alan <laughs> takes red dog. I'll put the, I'll write this down. Alan. Red dog. Alan, red can you do an dog. accent for the rest of the episode? <laughs> um. Ben. Green bird. Okay. We're good. That's oh, what they didn't call say what kind of bird. <gasps> mm, maybe you should do an ostrich. That one. <laughs> did the, uh, the 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 carving, Mike? Did that have any particular looking bird on it? Birdy Bird looking. Birdy looking. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Fantastic. Ostrich. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll go for ostrich. <laughs> Huzzah! I think we need to team up for this one, Errol. If you could just uh, help me with the plumage. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> Beautiful plumage. Yes. That was horrible. I will never do that again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing this ostrich feathers as well. Like I could see your fingers spreading out across Ben's fists to form the feathers of the ostrich in my mind. I'll wiggle them too. (laughs) Visceral image. It's like ghost. <laughs> so so yeah i'll bring up the light bulb and i guess we have mm-hmm. the red wine because that's so i should check my notes alan has the red wine hello hello you have and then i guess we'll try that one first so we're putting the red wine in front of the bulb are we yeah or and then i'll do a, a dog shape oh, yes. no, yeah 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 dog shape it could be a labrador Oh, I can do Labrador. Okay, cool. As opposed to the other <laughs> dogs. Great Ooh. confidence there. 
Pickles are extra hard. You have to get the little knobby bits, right? So yeah, if you want golden retriever, I can't do that. Okay, I'll go. Oh yeah, so I, I'll yeah, I'll do a little. So I'm doing a little dog shape with my um, uh, my newfound knowledge from the book. In, in front of the and then in, in the red wine is in front of the lamp. We put it there. Okay, uh, when you say lamp, well, you we're mean... screwing in a new light bulb. Yeah. You screw in a new light bulb and the ghostly hand comes out and smashes it. Oh, poo. Aww. Can we do the candles then? Yeah. I'll grab some candles Absolutely. and bring them back up. Absolutely. Bring loads up. You, you bring loads of candles up and stick one into the slot and light it with a match. So that's our yellow lights, like the sun potentially. Yeah. Like, that's sort of. So I'll hold the red wine in front of that and allow Alan to, to make his golden retriever uh, or Labrador. You can't, you, can't, you can't hear it, but I'm doing it. And it takes me 18 minutes to, you know, model a bird and a dog in wax. So I'm useless here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you shine the candlelight through the red filter and your hands make the shape of a golden retriever. Excellent. You, you hear... No, a, Labrador. Labrador. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Shit. You, you messed Labrador. it up. Oh, no. no the retriever. Oh, Run. No. And you have brought 30 years of pain to this plane of existence. In the distance, you hear children scream. The sea begins to boil. It was a Labrador. It looked like a Cthulhu instead. Uh, sorry, uh, you shine it through and you make the shape of a red Labrador. You hear a ghostly scream of frustration and the lens starts to vibrate. Oh, and let's do the green thingy now. Let's do the green and uh, and I've got the uh, the ostrich ready as well. Oh, I'm getting my hands ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that bit from Ghost. <laughs> as you shine... <laughs> The green lights past your hands, both sets of your hands clasped tightly together, making the shape of an ostrich <laughs> with the feathers. And they got my the hands are around your body right now. <laughs> I can feel the body. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> At this, the scream of ghostly frustration gets louder, and the frenzel lens vibrates even harder. And then, poof! The malignant spectre pops out the front of the assembly and falls out of the window. <laughs> oh. oh my god. You hear a splash below. Oh, Jesus. For, for some reason. Bye-bye, <laughs> Sharon the Schmuggler. Did we just kill her? I don't well, she's kill her. again. I don't think you could kill a ghost. You double killed her. Let's double murder. I just wanted to light the lighthouse. You get double the time, Alan. And now we'll give her a toast. Goodbye, Sharon. Oh. You drink the red wine, which you're now allowed to drink. Hey. Oh, amazing. Okay, now now I'll put in the light. The I'll grab a light bulb, since everybody else was doing the work. <laughs> Errol comes in with glory in hand to steal and screws in a fresh light bulb. The light powers on almost blindingly, the oh. lens amplifying the light so it can be seen by the drunken sailors on the approaching ship. As you watch, the ship veers sharply to starboard, away from both yourselves and the deadly rocks. A helicopter lifts <gasps> off from the stem of the ship and whoop whoop whoops quickly towards you, dropping a little rope ladder down next to the pane of broken glass. You will oh. grab a rung and it lifts off taking you God knows where. With the ballast of your combined weight having left the structure, the lighthouse itself lifts away from the rock and gently wafts upwards into the clouds. <laughs> where will you end up next? To be continued. And congratulations, you've solved my puzzle. Hey. And you've done it with seven minutes to spare. Well done, guys. Oh, wow. Hey. Wow. Well done, everyone. That was oh. great. That was awesome. That was fun. I thought I was messing everything up. No, no, you, 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 you actually guessed a load of stuff really early. I was really like, 
the, 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 the bunch of keys was to stop you from like exploring the whole place before you'd look through the um, the tower viewer. We need some keys for those slots. <laughs> but then you solved everything. There was even like a clue on the tower viewer trying to point you towards looking at the watch. But you were just like, "What's on this watch?" Because <laughs> like the ba- the bad joke on the tower viewer. Oh, what was the joke again? Ah, oh, um, what's the difference between a lighthouse keeper and a jeweler? One watches the sea, and the other looks at a watch or see watches sees the, the watch. Sees the watch. Sees watch. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But you go like, I want to to the back of this watch. Oh, a puzzle component. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you just like smashed through that whole bit. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> sure. Errol, before we wrap the show up, uh, is there anything you want to plug? Sure thing. I think we already talked about roomescapedivas.com. So that's good. It's a podcast about escape room in the escape room industry. So it's not as fun as listening to people play because we do things like interviews and then i just complain and diff and then troll a bunch of people so if you're interested in the escape room industry we have we interview more interesting people so that's why you would listen because that's fun (laughs) but we're not as professional i don't have plugins like (laughs) like mike does oh wait wait wait! i know what i can do somebody alan or ben talk hello hi hi errol Alan. Yay. Hi, yes. Alan. Hey, well oh, done. Yeah. 50-50. I had no idea. I, I suck at this. Oh, man. So tune in next time, folks, to find out where the mysterious helicopter is taking them. Slash us. Slash everyone. So thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier, that's tier, T-I-E-R underscore podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, and we really rather hope you did, we'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook as it's a big old help in reaching new audiences. We've also set up Patreon. Blah, 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 Patreon. Have you considered Patreon? There's lots of tiers. You could perhaps help us fund our domain hosting for the year that'd be frightfully swell of you we'd love you forever for every person who signs up to patreon ben will visit their house and give them a big sloppy kiss (laughs) oh wow and i can vouch for ben because i had my arms around him (laughs) (laughs) well i think yeah that that seems good that'll go okay cool uh we uh, love you lots and we'll see you next time on the infinite escape room bye-bye now bye-bye bye-bye